Hey, Michael. Hey, Rich. And welcome to episode 14 of BitPunch Radio. Uh, it's been a little while since we've recorded one of these podcasts. There's actually a lost episode of one of these podcasts yeah. that was mired <laughs> by lots of audio issues and maybe some bad timing. So uh, It was this, a doozy, too. Yeah, yeah, it was. It really was. Um, I think we were both a little <laughs> rusty, so... Uh, we decided to get together uh, this week and record, and so this is going to be a little bit of a, like a mixed bag, uh, is what you put here in the title in our show notes, um, just to kind of catch up. It's been a while since we've recorded um, one of these strictly about tech and comics and, and nerd stuff, so we're going to get back to that and kind of catch up on what everybody's been doing and what we're interested in, and also cover um, some news that's happened here in the last uh, couple of weeks here in the middle of February. Um, Mm -hmm. some, some game announcements and and lots of, lots of stuff happening, uh, right now. So Michael, what have you been up to? Okay. So I've been, I've been catching up on some old games. Uh, I've been playing Dragon Quest 11. So on the last, on the lost episode, you kind of called me out uh, about Dragon Quest and you were like, uh, you play a lot of Dragon Quest, but you never finish a Dragon Quest game. <laughs> so I've been playing... Uh, so Dragon Quest Eleven is on Game Pass. And when I first started playing that, I played it on the PlayStation. And the 3D version of it is really, really big. The voice acting is bad. And it I kind of burned out on that game. Like I do all the Dragon Quest games about after... I don't know, I'd say 20 hours. So Jason Schreier from uh, wherever he's at now, uh, he Bloomberg? posted. Yeah, Bloomberg. Okay. Yeah, he posted on Twitter that he was playing Dragon Quest Eleven, the 2D version on his Switch and that it was like a different, different enough experience. And so I've been playing that on, I've been actually streaming that to my iPad th- from my Xbox and it's been, uh, it's been really fun. Uh, I chase that like old school RPG experience. Like I, I have a history of Final Fantasy, <clears throat> not so much Dragon Quest, um, but it's been it's been like way more of an enjoyable experience. Um, it's still cheesy. It's still that game, but they completely redid Dragon Quest the the 3D version in 2D which has been that's it's crazy but it's <laughs> it's been a lot funner um do you what do you have any experience with Dragon Quest No no I just know it's the game that you you know pick up every quarter there's a new one yeah. and there's yes. there's what what's the slimes there's slimes to kill Yep there's some kid he's got a destiny I, I don't know they're really long The luminary Yeah I mean I don't yep. I don't I know nothing about them I have no I didn't play them when I was a kid um, did you, do you, do you have any experience with like Final Fantasy at all? No, if like a long time ago, the first one that I played was 13. That's the, uh, when it, when it came out, cause you were like, Rich, this game's going to be awesome. You have to play it. Like, this is the one, like you got to try to play because it had that active battle system. That's bad. Advice and I, I, I think I there. played like 15 or 20 hours of that game and I was like, this game's dumb. I, I just, yeah, it's, I, this it's, is not, this, this is not for me, but I guess that game actually gets better eventually i just it, I, I never got there it doesn't 
I, f- I feel bad giving you that advice. <laughs> that's, a that, that's a long yeah, time ago, though. That's a long time ago. It's got good music, but it's it's bad. Um, so I've been playing that. Uh, I think I'm about 40 hours into that. I'm going to finish that game. Like, I see me actually getting through that. I mm-hmm. think I'm... I think I'm at the tail, like probably close to the tail end of it. Um, I like using how long to beat. How long to beat will would show that it's like an 80 hour game, but it's the um, the 3D version of it, and I think you could probably finish that game in half the time the 2D, just because of yeah. how fast you can get through it. Huh. Um, so, been playing that. I have Final Fantasy 12 for the Switch. Uh, so I've been playing that one. That's a weird game as well. I I got about 20 hours into that game when it came out on the PlayStation, and it's that's a Final Fantasy 12 is a really weird one as well. You actually end up doing programming in that game, <laughs> so you're setting up these things called gambits, and it's basically if enemy health is under 30 percent then do x and you're setting up this whole system for your team and i'm constantly getting in there and switching things in and out there's a lot of guides out there that's like this works for me but it's like in-game stuff so it's hard to like just set that because i might not have those skills or whatever that they're like recommending to try and set up right so you end up getting in there and kind of messing around quite a bit. Uh, it's fun. I don't know if I'll actually get through this one, but it's 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 been fun. Um, I haven't been sleeping a lot, so I've been like trying to find these kind of longer games to play. Um, so I've been playing that. I I did pick up Nino Kuni, which is a a Studio Ghibli level five joint. Yeah, I, I've, I remember. Switch. I remember that. That's got a couple games, right? Yes, they've. The second one is not on the Switch, but it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> they're both. I, there's like a character kind of in that first games. one that is memorable, like a sidekick, and I don't remember what it is. Uh, uh, yeah, I haven't started it yet. Yeah, I can't remember. But, I, but it was it was on sale, so I went ahead and picked that up. And like, if I don't get through Final Fantasy twelve, I'll probably start playing that um we've been playing gears <laughs> yes we have gears four yeah gears um that's been okay i would not play that without you yeah uh, i definitely it's... wouldn't either it's we both played gears one through three and i think we yeah. generally think those are all pretty good games mm-hmm. um this game is like a meme like it is, it is just some, a lot of the story and the writing and just the, the things the characters are saying, like about like how they're describing what is happening on like screen and like in the story uh, is just hilarious, like cringeworthy hilarious. Um, yeah, there's really no consequence to what's happening. Um, yeah, yeah. It's we. I think we're just excited to play five because we've heard a lot of good things about it, yes. and we wanted to at least try to get through this, but. I don't know. I don't even know if I'd recommend it. I'd hate if I paid money for it. It's on Game Pass. Um, it's just fine. Like it's it's, it's just the same. It's the here. same thing over and over and over again. Like we're in Act yeah, Five right. of that game, and there's mm-hmm. been no like 
there's not really been like a big set piece yet. There's been right. there's been like some weird driving levels and but mostly it's just run from one you know room with a bunch of knee high walls to another room with a bunch of knee high walls. Yeah. And oh these new Lambit things you know have their holes they come out of they have to throw a grenade into just like the first games and mm-hmm. it's it just feels really stale. Um yeah, and it's just yeah, I'm not I'm surprised that it that it's that way even because that game was supposed to kind of re kind of restart a whole new storyline. Um, yeah, that was like the Halo Four of Gears. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yes, yes, and it's just so so similar. Like all the new weapons mm-hmm. kind of suck. Like I don't really like any of them. Um, there's like no real new mechanics. You still do the like, hey, two of you are going to go this way, two of you are going to go that way for a little while, and you're going to meet up, and mm-hmm. Marcus is going to say, "Come on!" like eight hundred times, right. and you know, it's just we laughed when he put the do rag on. I mean, we're laughing a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, he put the do rag on. Like, we're laughing a lot, but it's mostly at like, the wrong at, thing at the game's expense because it's just like, really, <laughs> like who sat down and decided like that these characters should be this way. Um, and there's like a lot of like serious stuff happening in the story, but like it does nothing to make you want to care about any of it. Um, right. Yeah. So that's, it's been fun though to play, to play through that and yeah. get some, get some. Yeah. I'm really curious, like, like where the love of Gears 5 is going to come. Like, what could they do? I don't know what's going to wrap me back into it. Um, I hope it's not just more Gears 4, but it's, it's got a lot of love out there, so I'm I'm curious like what people will find really good about it. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Yeah, eventually. We're, we're close. Yeah, we're so. getting there. Okay, uh, Divinity. I'm still on my Divinity kick. Uh, that game is just fantastic. I'm playing the second, the original Sin Two. Uh, it's fantastic. That's probably one of my favorite games I've ever played. I know I echo that on every <laughs> episode, but it's great. Um, been getting into reading uh, more, so I picked up Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson. I've been going through that. Um, I'm reading the Vision comics. So we're on a WandaVision kick right now at home. Um, every every Friday, my family gets together. We order junk food and just uh, watch WandaVision. My kids are really into it, which is strange. That's, that's such a- I'm really jealous of that, by the way, because... Your kids are older than mine, but mine are like five and two, mm-hmm. and all I get to watch is Coco Melon and like Nickelodeon shows. Oh God! Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, don't, don't, just don't, just, just don't. I mean, we like you know before school today they were like, okay, like what's going on tomorrow? And it's like, okay, it's Friday, so it's one division. Like it's. It's so strange that they're into it as much as they are. Like my daughter, she's not really into the Marvel stuff as as much as my son is, but um she's just really into this show. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's the how they're shooting it cuz it's like an old school style show. I think it just kind of catching her that way. Or maybe it's the characters, but I there's a lot about WandaVision that I don't know, so I'm one I'm doing I'm in like research mode right now. Like I'm watching TikToks and people are just like, "Hey, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen." But there's comics that actually the um 
like Scarlet Witch from from the show, she's like, you should check this comic out. Like it'll it kind of ties into it very loosely. So there's um, the Vision comic. It's volume one and two. It's just called the Vision. Hmm. It's not tie. It's not part of the show. It's its own thing. But I don't really know much about these characters. So I that was on Hoopla. You know that app that I was yeah. um, kind of yeah. showing you that's tied to the library. Uh, right. That was pretty good. Again, that had nothing to do with WandaVision, but House of M is the other comic I'm reading. I'm in the middle of that one right now. It actually um, is loosely based on the idea behind WandaVision. And House of M is like all of these superheroes, like a ton of superheroes I've never heard of before because I didn't grow up reading comics. I grew up playing video games. Yeah. And so there's there's... There's a lot of like background people that I'm just like, I don't know who this person is or who like these characters are, how they tie into all of this, because it's the Avengers and the X-Men like all together that are under the spell from the Scarlet Witch. And like she is an X-Men and I just that that all is lost on me because I don't know how it all ties together. <laughs> right. You know, I'm kind of lost with it all. So, but I'm interested in it and like Disney is like leaning into it. So I'm wanting to like look into this stuff. Yeah. There's, they're, they're so, definitely leaning really hard into that Marvel stuff. I think we were talking the other day and you were saying they're going to have like a new Disney, like Marvel show, like every week, like for the next, yep. however long, like they're the next year. They figured out how to how to crank that stuff out, so it's it, it should be interesting to see what they do with that story. I hope it doesn't get too saturated. I'm a little afraid of that. Yeah, because um, they're doing the same thing with Star Wars. Like that's going to start happening soon. Like so every did, like every so week, you're going to have like a new Marvel Clone and like Wars. a new like a new Star Wars. Yeah, I did pick back up on Clone Wars, um, but that's that's kind of slow going. That for like you said, that first season's a little rough. But oh man, yeah, I'm in. I I'm in season four right now. I started right. I started watching a little bit, uh, a little bit more because I'm not all the way caught up yet. Um, and I'm into a. Uh, it's been. It's on, I'm on like the fourth episode of like this one story arc, and it's so good. That that show is so mm. good. Yeah. Good. To, uh, that's good to know. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, keep <laughs> keep plugging away at that because it just gets better. Yeah, I will. That is, I think that's it for me. We're watching Better Call Saul. Um, we were Breaking Bad fans. Uh, that's been fun, getting back into that. They dropped new seasons of that on Netflix. So um, that's really it for me. That's a lot. What have you been up to? Been yeah, up to yeah it's, <laughs> I got a lot of time right well, now. Well, so. yeah, and then uh, we, uh, we, we both live in the Midwest, and for the last... I don't know. Three weeks we've been in like winter hell. Yeah, um, snowmageddon. Yeah, snowmageddon. I think up here I'm a little farther north than you are. Uh, we I, I, before it just now started warming up, um, so the snow is starting to melt off up here. But I think I would say before the the warming up started, we had at least 14 or 16 inches on the ground. Um, and it was well, you got a lot more than we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Man, we got hammered like two or three times. Um, so I've been shoveling a lot of snow. It's been cold as all get out. And, I've, you know, we've been stuck in the freaking house with COVID and, and it's so cold you just can't go outside. Uh, so we're all going a little crazy. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> and we're all like ready to get out. Like the other day it was like, it warmed up to like 40 degrees and like the sun was out and I was just walking around outside in like t-shirt shorts. And I was like, yeah, let's go. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, and all the snow is melting off. Everything's just flooding everywhere. So we're, we're, we're ready for spring in the, uh, in the Matty household. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, been a whirlwind of the last couple of weeks. So I've been, I've been playing a little bit, kind of getting into more video games um than i than i had been uh our last episode i was deep into uh stardew valley again i started that up probably about a month ago what are you playing that on uh the switch so i i, I started over like a clean i had played that game a long time ago like a couple of years ago and i think i had it on the playstation but i decided mm-hmm. to start over on the switch i just wanted something that i could just pick up and play and then just be on you know and so I picked that back up, and I got through. Uh, so that so that game operates in seasons. So you have spring, summer, fall, and then winter. And you know each season is probably three or four hours to gameplay. I'd say somewhere in there. I think each day lasts about seventeen minutes. Yeah, it's like yeah, or something like that. Some weird right. number like that. And then I think there's twenty four days in a season. So. Um, I don't know what the math is on that, but I, I basically made it through the first uh, spring, summer, fall, and now I'm in winter. And winter's kind of a weird season in that game where you can't really plant anything or farm anything. You're, you need your greenhouse. Yeah, you get your greenhouse going. You work in the mines. I made it to the bottom of the mines. Um, I like started doing fishing and stuff. So I kind of the winter's kind of like the slow roll of that game to like get ready for the next season. So I kind of fell off that about a week ago. I was like, eh, I'll get back to this later. I'm kind of in this mm-hmm. like point where I can kind of stop. And cause I played it pretty hard there for a while. Um, and then I decided to pick up, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla again. I'm, I'm like 30 or 40 hours into that game. I feel like at this point, and that's a really long game from what I've heard. So I'm just going to try to keep plugging away at that. So I can just check that off the list. Um, not not much new to say there uh, that hasn't already been said. Um, but the new thing that I've been doing uh, in the past few days is playing Valheim. So Valheim is a new early access game on Steam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's twenty bucks. It's it's a uh, Minecraft or Rust. Or like one of those like stick and rock type of games where you're dropped into a world that's generated from like a seed, you know, procedurally generated uh, with just a loincloth on and then you punch a tree and you get wood and then you get rock and then you make an axe and then you progress on through some sort of tree. Um, Did you play Rust? I did not. No, no, I did not. Um, So Valheim is is one of those. Um, And I think what makes... What makes it unique is that it kind of looks like a PS1 game, maybe a PS2 game. Like it's it's a voxel based um, game. It's kind of got like this low kind of poly count and just kind of in screenshots it kind of looks bad. But then when you see it all running and like it's running at a good frame rate and like the lighting is really modern and good and like the animations are good and it it's got that thing where like Minecraft is like this really blocky looking toy thing, right? But then, like in Minecraft, like when the sun comes up and all the lights reflecting off stuff, and I'm sure even with like the RTX stuff that you messed around, like that game is pretty. 
Like there's games, yeah, there's like bright. like there's times when you're playing Minecraft, you're like, man, this game is freaking looks good, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just a bunch of blocks. This game has that same effect, just in a different way, where you'll be like running through the woods, and then at night the the moon comes out and it's like shining light through the trees, and like the wind is blowing. It's 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 hitting on that feeling that like you get from like Minecraft or like from like a Bethesda game. It feels a lot like uh, like Oblivion or like uh, Morrowind to me. How those games mm-hmm. felt like kind of that adventuring and kind of exploring and, and finding things and kind of working your way through um, like the progression of like I'm gonna build a house and then I'm gonna. You know, you can run around and you can see it's based on North, Norse mythology. So you're like a Viking and you're dead and you're in this world called Valheim where you're, you're basically like your spirit is, is doing all this work. I don't know much about the story. Um, so there is a story. There is a, there is a bit of a story. This, this raven kind of comes around and he's kind of, he, he's kind of your, um, what's the fire, the firefly and Zelda Navi? Um, mm. Yeah. It's kind of your Navi, like he he comes up and he's like, "Hey, you did this thing, like you found uh, you found Flint, like now you can do this." Like he kind of walks you through uh, the game a little bit, so it does kind of hold your hand a little bit. Um, and it is a crafting game, so you're crafting tools, you're crafting armor, you're crafting houses, building walls. Um, so like, and, and part of the part of this game is kind of the physicsy and kind of the way things interact. So one of the first things you're going to do is you're going to build a house, right? Because you want to you get stat bonuses for being in a shelter for a while. So okay. like when you're in a house and you sit down or you, you stand in the house long enough, you get like a shelter bonus. And then if you have a fire in that house, you get an extra bonus and it's like a boost. Like you'll, you'll get more stamina and you'll, your stamina will like regenerate faster. Your health will regenerate faster. Like it, it gives you this like buff basically for being like sheltered. Um, but what's funny is, so I built this little, like, you know, four by four, you know, starter house, like you build in every one of those kind of games. And I put a campfire in the middle of it because you have to have a fire in there. Uh, Cause like if it rains and you get wet, you, you lose some of those, like it debuffs you. So like you run back in, get dry, you go by the campfire, you get dried off, like that kind of thing, like that kind of interaction. And so I put this campfire in there. Eating and doing stuff like that, like you would in um, survival Minecraft. What's that? Are you are you eating and doing stuff like yes. you would have to in survival Minecraft? Yes, yes, you are. Okay. Yeah, you have a you have a health bar, and you can eat three different like food items at a time, and they will buff you independently. So if you have like just a bunch of berries, they'll give you a little bit of a buff. But if you have like cooked meat or like fish or like honey, um, it'll buff you a little more, and for like different durations. So there is like some experimentation to like what's the best combination for like a fight or what's the best combination for like long-term sustained health. Um, hmm. but, but one of the funny, like cool moments I had in the beginning was I built this little house. I put a campfire in there and I, you know, I had a roof over it door. It was completely enclosed and I'm just sitting there and I'm like building my workbench and like building some, um, like storage chests, just like you would in Minecraft or anything else. And all of a sudden I started taking damage and I was like, what in the hell is going on? Like I'm in the house. Like it's something like, hitting me in here is this they're like a hole in the roof what's going on and it pops up and it's like you're suffocating and i'm like oh and i look around and all this all the smoke has collected in my house (laughs) and i'm literally (laughs) suffocating myself so i had to build a ladder to get on top of my roof and put a chimney in it 
your house has to have a chimney in it. Like the smoke has to have somewhere to go. Like so that's that's a really good description of like what this game is and 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 right. why I think it's uh, it's kind of become popular. Um, so you can you know you're you're still cutting down <laughs> you're still cutting <laughs> excuse me cutting down trees um, like busting up rocks once you get some of that stuff. Um, but it's from what I've seen and I'm only I played it like two nights in this in this world I started and we've got a couple houses we we beat the first boss there's like a you spawn in this like little circle and there's like five stones and each stone represents a boss. And it's like, okay, when you, when you find that boss's like, uh, like rune out in the world, you can, you have to have a certain, um, a certain item to place on that rune and then it spawns the boss. So like the first boss was like a deer, like a crazy deer boss. And so you had to have a deer skull, like you had to go kill a deer, like a regular deer. And then, you could put that deer skull on that little sacrificial rock and it would spawn the first boss. And then when you kill that boss, you get some upgrades and stuff. So there is like bosses and there is like a progression of like, uh, of going through that. And there's like on the map, there's different areas. Like there's the meadows, which is like the like level one area. And then there's the black forest where is, which is like a dangerous area where there's a lot of enemies. Uh, there's, you said it's like holding your hand during this stuff. It, it is. And it isn't like, it wants you to poke at it. Like it, it wants you to go around and explore okay. and like, Oh, I found this thing. What the hell is this? This is a, this thing says it's a tin deposit. Like, what are we going to use that for? Like, we don't know. But when we mine that, when we finally get the ability to like mine that tin, then the crow will come around or the raven or whatever he is. And be like, Hey, now you can do this. And you get all these new recipes, you know? Um, but, but yeah, like okay. I've watched a few YouTube videos of like people that are much farther in, and they've got these crazy houses and like portals and like huge long ships, like Viking long ships where they're sailing. Like there's a the map is like the game is huge. Like the the map, the seed that it puts you in is like like Minecraft huge. Like I haven't walked all the way across it yet. I don't. It's it's very large. <laughs> So and, and it's still in early access. So I'm, I'm guessing they're going to be adding stuff to it. So it was made by a team of. I think five developers in Sweden. So five people. And I saw last night it passed 4 million sales. Wow. Uh, 20 bucks a pop. That's fantastic. So they're, I think they said they're staffing up and basically, you know, I'm sure they have like a, you know, a long list of things that they want to add, but probably couldn't because of resources. And now they're going to have those resources. So um, it's, it's just really well thought out and it doesn't, you know, if you die, you can go back and get your stuff. Um, the One of the cooler things about it is, is, like, if you build a whole house, you know, you build walls and posts and all the stuff in it, like, if you mess it up, like, a lot of older games, like, would punish you. Like, you wouldn't get all those materials back, like, if you destroyed it. In, uh, in Valheim, it'll just give you everything back. Like, if you destroy a wall structure, it'll give you that wood back. If you build oh, okay. a beehive in the wrong place and you destroy it, it'll give you everything back to build that beehive again. So there's some like smart like quality of life stuff that they've done. Um, it, it, it's it is in early access, but it's very well. There's a lot of game there, and there's there's a lot of like good development in there, like smart things that they've done too, which is why I think it's caught on. Um, so it doesn't feel like early access. It feels like you're playing a complete game. To me, it does. I mean, there's so much like 
Right. Like looking at those. See, that's 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 my hesitation with Baldur's Gate because Baldur's Gate three is in early access right now, and it's a game that I would like to play. But they're literally when they update it, they're wiping saves because of them like having to rewrite some of that source code. So I'm, I'm curious, like if something like that would happen in Valheim, or if it's stable, I, I, or if I, it seems stable. I would be surprised if they did anything like that. Um, I think there's five bosses. Don't quote me on that. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know what the end game is after that. Like um, maybe that's and that's probably something that they'll add. But like those bosses, you can spawn multiple times and kind of farm them. Um, oh, okay. But like I don't know what the end game is like after that. And that's there might already be something there that's after that. I don't know. But I'm a, you're leveling up. Um, you don't level up, so it's like, well, you kind of do, I guess. It's it's kind of like Skyrim. So like in Skyrim, the way you got better at things is you did them. So like the more you shoot your bow, the better you get at bow. The more you cut down trees, the oh, better you are okay, at like, like axe that. cutting. The more you jump, like like the first time you jump, it's like, hey, you leveled up your jump to one. And like the more you jump, you level up two, three, four, five, six. Um, there is like a there's like a build, there's like a crafting level, there's like a workbench level, you can upgrade your tools, um, all the all the weapons and tools have durability, but you can fix them for free at your workbench, you just go and just hit repair all and it doesn't cost any kind of currency, which is also cool. Oh, um, cool. So it's a, it's a one of those games with a lot of quality of life stuff in it, and some new ideas, and like a really cool looking art style. And graphics, um, it's so far it's a lot of fun. I haven't played a ton of it, but it seems like it's it's the new it's the new thing right now. So we need a new thing. Yeah, that's that's why I that's why I did what I'm about to talk about, uh, and I was so anxious to play it um, because I'm kind of I, I've completely fell off of like Cyberpunk. Like I haven't touched that game in months. You know, that's why I went and found, like, I wanted something kind of long tail. That's why I picked up Stardew Valley and kind of thought, well, I need to finish, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, and then this game came around. I was like, okay, this this game is my, I like these kind of games. This, you know, what Valheim is. Like, looking at, like, the quick look. Or Giant Bomb didn't do a quick look. They did, like, a Unprofessional Friday kind of uh, premium stream. But I was like, okay, yeah, this is my, this is kind of my jam. So this led me to a problem. Um, Valheim is only out on Steam right now, I believe, and it's only for Windows. Um, I don't have a Windows computer that's not, you know, exclusively for work purposes. So I have a MacBook Pro. Um, and I was very bummed out when I found out I could not play that game. And I was like, okay, I've got to find, you know, a way around that. And uh, several, I don't remember what episode it was now, but several episodes ago we talked about streaming services. So, you know, like Stadia, like I have Stadia. This game's not out on Stadia. But we talked about um, one of the couple that we talked about was Shadow and Parasec. Parasec. And Shadow and Parasec are uh, streaming services. And what Shadow does specifically is it allows you to basically rent a virtual computer. Um and depending on what tier you want to be in, you can sign up for something that's like the equivalent of a 1080, like a like a GTX 1080. Uh, the next step up is a RTX 2080, and then like all the way up to a Titan, which I don't think they've, I don't think the Titan thing they've rolled out yet. So, 
kind of knowing that Valheim is like this low poly, like I think the whole install in Valheim is like a gig, like the game installed in like two seconds, uh, mostly because wow. I have fiber. But knowing that that game wasn't going to be like this resource hog, I was like, I wonder if this shadow thing would work. Like I could, I can run it on my Mac and it'll, it'll allow me to play a Windows game like through this like VPN streaming service. It's like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try this. You know, it's, it, it was a no contract. I think you can, I think I signed up for the, I did sign up for the 1080, their, their lowest tier. I think it's called Boost. Um, I think it's $14 a month, um, $11 a month if you pay for like a full year, you know, the kind of normal subscription model. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm going to try this. You know, there's, it's 15 bucks. If it doesn't work, whatever, you know. Um, it's cheaper than buying a computer. Right. At that point, yeah. Like, I have nothing. Like, I don't even have an old computer that I can, I just need a video card kind of thing, which I couldn't get one of those right. if I wanted one anyway. Um, nope. <laughs> not a good one anyway. So, so I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to try this, whatever. You know, I have fast, I have fiber internet, lucky enough to have that. So I have everything I need right here. Let's, let's give it a whirl. Um, so I downloaded it, paid it, you know, subscribed. And basically what it does is once you, you download their application, you load it up, um, you sign into your account, and it just says, hit start. And you hit start, and it pops up a window on your computer, on my MacBook, and that window is just looks like a Windows PC. Like, I'm at the start. You know, like, like I just turned on a window PC, and I'm just there. There's the, there's the wallpaper and all the icons, and there's the start menu. And, it's, and then it just pops something up, and it's like, okay, just install whatever you want. This is your computer. Like, just install whatever apps you want, you know, programs you want. Like, it's like a clean install of Windows. Just do whatever you want. And it's just running on my MacBook, like, in a window. And I'm like, okay. So I go to Steam. I download Steam. And then I log into Steam. And I download Valheim. And I start up Valheim. And I start playing. And, dude, it runs awesome. Like, I'm running it at, like, 50 frames a second. Every now and again... Um, I'd say maybe once every couple of hours so far, I've experienced that it will start like dropping packets. So there's, there's like this, uh, like almost like a steam overlay type thing on it. It has a little icon that stays at the top of your window and you just click it and it's, it's basically where they keep their settings and it'll show you like how many frames per second you're getting, what kind of bandwidth you're getting, um, how many uh, packets you're losing and what your uh, latency is. And so it's basically perfect. Like there's no latency. Like I'm moving the mouse around. I feel no, um, no lag or anything like that. But every now and again, it will kind of stutter. Um, and it'll be like, and it's just like, okay, I just need to stop for a minute. And, you know, within 15 seconds, it's back. Like it's not a. Every couple of hours. That's, that's wild. Yeah. That's that is um yeah. I, I have no I complaints. Would ex- I would expect I would expect it to have been worse than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have, and I'm not again. I'm playing Valheim. I'm not playing uh, Crisis or sure. you know something something you know that's very graphically intensive. Because um, I did only do the 1080 version. I don't know what the hell it would do if I you know loaded up Call of Duty or uh, like Cyberpunk or some really resource heavy. Mm-hmm game and tried to play it you know i don't know what it would do um but like on valheim i have the settings basically maxed um and it it runs fine so and i'm playing with friends you know they're playing on their computers 
Um, one of my friends started a Valheim server. Valheim does have dedicated servers. You can either locate, host it on your local or host it through like a hosting service. Um, that's been really cool. So we've been playing together, kind of building up our own little, little world. Um, but yeah, like, and they, like on his end, he's like, yeah, man, it just sounds like you're just playing. Like there's no lag, like there's no (laughs) weird stuff. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with shadow at the moment. Um, you know, I kind of... Well, we'll put a link to it in the show notes so people will have access to see what this is because it's... It was pretty wild when we stumbled into it. I remember you were... I think you were definitely way more interested in it just because of your situation with only having a MacBook. Like yeah. wanting to play Windows computer or Windows games, so... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it, that's cool. It's a pretty cool service. I mean, there's some there's some privacy concerns there because it's basically just giving me this PC to do whatever I want with it. And I'm like typing my passwords into it and that feels a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you, you got to kind of be okay with some of that. Like, I don't really care if anybody has my steam password, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but, but you can put two factor if you needed to, on which, it, yeah, so. yeah, which I do. I mean, it, it's just, it is kind of weird that like, it just pops up this like virtual PC that's just <laughs> living in a server somewhere and just like, all right, just, do whatever you want, man. It's yours. It's the future. You know, here's, you get, I think you get 250 gigs of storage and it's just like, you, you just go, just do whatever you want, you know, which, um, is, is, is pretty cool. Um, hmm. so yeah, that's, that's been, that's been what I've been up to. Um, I don't think I have much more to say about shadow. Um, we'll, we'll see how it keeps going, but, uh, at, at, you know, 12 to $14 a month, you know, if you multiply that out by a year and then like five years, it's like, okay, that's like 1700, 1800 bucks. That's probably what I'd have in like a really nice PC. And like after five years, I'd probably be upgrading it again. So like, I've kind of gotten to think about like, what's the long-term situation there? You know, mm-hmm. would it be smarter for me if I really like Valheim to just build a PC? Um, or to just Maybe not. keep doing shadow <laughs> I, I don't i don't know you know i don't i don't know what the answer to that is you know because i don't know if you know that that's yet to be seen because in five years is the base shadow plan still going to be a 1080 or is it going to be a 2080 when there's like a 5080 or whatever it is you know like right. they're going to have to keep no, up with yeah. the times on their base plan so that'll be that's obviously something to consider. So I wish I didn't have my gaming computer. Like I would, I would prefer to stream stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want Game Pass to release finally release their streaming stuff. Like we could play that on like my kids' Kindle, um, but I want to be able to do that just through the internet, right? And reliably. And I'm, I'm hoping that once I can get in there and test that, like Luna, I would, pref- I would love to just do that, right? Like I don't, I don't want to buy a Series X. I just want to be able to pay, you know, the fifteen dollars a month and just be able to stream stuff. But Shadow would allow me to do stuff that's not on Game Pass, and I would be able to get rid of this big ass tower that's sitting on my desk. I don't, I like, I would rather not have it. Right. So if I could play Divinity through Shadow and it run reliably, I would prefer to do that because then you could just put that in your bills. And you don't have to worry about Upgrading. anything else. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you just let and, them do it. And yeah, and I don't know like what happens when you need like a driver updated. Like it says that they do all that stuff on their end. So, and like getting some of the audio to work is weird. Like you have to, mm. 
like it has to pass audio through the VPN and that that took me a little bit to get set up. So there is some downsides, I think, to it. And I, I'd want to see how it runs like a more taxing video game, uh, mm-hmm. which on a 1080 is probably not going to take a lot. Uh, I, I might have to I might have to try that out, but yeah, um, it's, it's see, I have a, it's I have a 1060 or uh, I have a uh, 2060. Right. Yeah. And a 1080 would be an upgrade. Like, so just being able to, to have that, I, you know, I've got a, a gaming monitor that would do 1440p. I'm sure you're not able to get something like that. You're probably just, yeah, at that um, 1080, I guess, <laughs> spec. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't. So, I've got a 1080p monitor that does 75 hertz. Right. And the, that's the boost, like the blow plan is for 1080p. The Ultra and Infinite is for the 4K. Yeah, and the Ultra, like the, the 2080 equivalent is 24 a month. So. That's still not it's bad. Not, it's not, man. I mean, if, I don't know. It, you'd have to sit down and do the math, but it's 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 compelling at the moment that it actually works. Um, so right. we'll, we'll, we'll keep checking in there. I'm definitely going to keep playing Valheim. Um, all right, let's... Uh, Let's discuss some news. Okay. So there was a Nintendo Direct, and a whole host of stuff was announced. And I thought about you a lot Uh when this was going on, uh, because I didn't see anything. And I don't know if you've seen anything or not. Yeah. The, the, The only thing that... Like, I'm excited about, and it's not even for me, it'd be for my kids, would be Pokemon Snap. Right. I liked the Nintendo 64 game Pokemon Snap, but would I like that now? Probably not. I th- but my, I think my kids would. Um, and it was absent. Uh, there was a lot of stuff absent from their Direct. And they were talking about the next six months, but they were also announcing games, you know, a couple years out. That project, that, uh, like, Final Fantasy Tactics style game. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. I've got their website pulled up right here, but I don't even see it. Right. Um, but, you know, they announced the like the, one of the worst Zelda games. They're doing an HD remake <laughs> of that. Like, it's, it just seemed kind of weak, and nothing really excited me uh, about this Direct that was 50 minutes long. Yeah, I, I was in the same boat. I... Like they announced Splatoon three, that's coming twenty twenty two. I don't really care about Splatoon, uh, Mario Golf. Um, I don't really have yeah. any like that could be cool, a cool game, maybe like a cool family game. It looks like, um, but when they announced Skyward Sword, like they they basically came out and they're like, hey, we're not gonna talk about Breath of the Wild two, but here you go, right. and it's just like, what you're gonna make? Like it's Skyward yeah, Sword this. HD, um, and it's hilarious because. Only only Nintendo could get away with when that game launched. They charged sixty dollars for it, and it's 50. pretty fifty. Okay, they charge they charge fifty for it, and now they're it's more expensive. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Only Nintendo can get away with selling what is their probably worst game in a franchise, like critically and like through you know through their fans for more money, like ten years later. Like how is that? How does that yeah. even work? And I, I don't know. It it, came it's with crazy. A controller too, right? It came with that Wii Motion now, Plus, yeah. And, and now, like they have those separate controllers that you would have to buy 
or you know if like those collector's items if you would want to buy them and they're eighty dollars right 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 so my my joy cons are actually in the mail right now um i had to send all mine back because of the joy con drift it's the second time yeah um that i've had to send in my left ones but i went ahead and sent my right ones in such a weird (laughs) one to announce yeah that yeah nothing nothing about it was exciting which i think them announcing uh, like 2022 games made me realize that we're probably not getting a super nintendo pro or switch pro at some point like soon yeah i feel like that's something that would come with like breath of the wild or like they didn't talk about metroid they didn't talk about um there was some other game that that was was you know i thought they were going to talk about but um that's got to be coming like the like the sprit the, the switch you know 1.5 or whatever it is has mm-hmm. has got to be coming I, I would think just just so they can keep up with the third party because they've been releasing like the witcher and you know all these other like skyrim and like all these other games that like they're going to have to keep up if they want to keep doing that you know what i mean so have you seen have you seen ads for what they're doing with um the uh not diablo but the borderlands have you seen like those ads going around no for the switch so they they're there's like a 50 percent off sale right now but the the trailer for it is very glitchy and you can <laughs> see how it's actually running on the switch and it just looks so bad so i agree with you that it would be nice if they would do like some sort of you know 4k upgrade but I don't know if that stuff is coming anytime soon. And I, I just, I don't know. It's, I wish they would, but also it's still selling a lot. Um, and they don't really have a reason to quite yet. A lot of the stuff that they were announcing is like, would run just fine on the switch. Like they have a ton of like old school RPGs coming. There's, I just don't see anything on this list. Yeah. Yeah. That is exciting. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Well, it'd been a while since they'd done one of these, so I think people maybe had some pretty high expectations. Um Yeah. But yeah, we'll 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 see. I think you're I think you're seeing how much um the pandemic is probably affecting development. Um right. cuz a lot of what they announced was like, "Hey, Fall Guys is coming. Hey, Outer Wilds is coming." Uh, you know, right, hey, yeah. hey, this game that already is made that we're porting, you know, is is coming, you know. So, okay, what do we have next here? Um, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. So, <laughs> is this, so is this, this is like your way just, to get I, me into I board adore, games. I just adore Stardew Valley so much. Yeah. And, you know, talking about it earlier, just like, uh, I, I kind of want to get it for the, for the phone because they've... Um, they have it working with uh, a controller support now, which they didn't at first. But I've just having like my phone near me. I think it'd be cool to just be able to pop in and play that. But they just surprise announced a um, board game, and it's a four-player co-op game where you're building this little farm together, and it's available now. So I just wanted to throw that in there. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. But I just wish you know eric barone i think is his name like all the success yeah and everything he does so <laughs> uh 
the the game looks pretty cool. You can like download the the PDF of the of how it works. It does look so, really cool. I've, I I read that article and and yeah, I I may I may look into that a little more and maybe yeah. my kids will like that. Yeah. There's a lot of board games out there, so I play quite a bit of them. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I put uh I put a story out there on our show notes, which by the way, our our show notes, I love how Notion does the tagging yes. of the stuff. Yeah, it's great. It looks, it, our show notes just look really good. Yeah, they so, do. Sorry. Um, the, I picked up, the last time I sent my Joy-Cons out, um, it took them like three weeks to get it done. And so the Switch was kind of out of commission, which was a bummer because we've actually been playing it quite a bit. Um, the uh, So I picked up the Hori Split Pad Pro. Um my wife uh, actually ordered it for me, but it's these Joy-Con like style attachments that just hook onto the Switch, and it's like a, it makes it feel more like a traditional controller. So I've got big hands, and it's got big buttons, and the joy the the um, the joysticks are big. It's made by Hori. There there were some bad reviews on it where there were people were talking about how it kind of drains the battery because it is using, it doesn't, it's using your internal switch battery, but I haven't noticed that yet. Like I've played it for a couple hours and I still had, I don't know, I'd say half the switch battery left, which my switch probably lasts about four hours anyway before it dies. Right. So I haven't noticed the draining, but it's got some extra buttons on it. It's got turbo buttons on it. It, it kind of comes off as like one of those, controllers that like you would give your buddy when he comes over and it's just like here this yeah. is this is your controller <laughs> you get this but shitty monster actually, monster controller <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it actually like it's it's a it's good like i i think i recommend it um i still want to keep playing with it but it's it's light and um the it, only problem i see with it so far is I feel like if I put a lot of pressure, I could snap it. Right. Yeah, because it's so wide. Like it looks like, um, it looks like you take like if you took like a Xbox controller and cut it in half, like one joystick yes, and one D pad on one side, and then the D pad and then the A X Y B buttons yes. on the other side, and then and took those two halves and smacked them onto a switch, um, mm-hmm. and that's what you get. Um, yeah, I could definitely so see like if you torqued it real hard, you'd, like, you'd snap that sucker. Yeah, we had to talk to my son a little bit and was just like, "Hey, you can't like set this down and then put pressure on it cuz it could break." Um but it's it, it it's I, I I like it so far. I think it it's way better than the Joy-Cons cuz I don't I'm not a fan of the Joy-Cons. Um but once those come back, you know, it I don't know how much use this will get. <coughs> But I'm, I'll, I like it. If you're looking for something like that, I would recommend it. Okay. Um, yeah. It feels it feels good, and um, I would say like if you depending on what type of game you're playing, it's probably going to work out better. Like if you're playing trying to play a shooter on the Switch or something like that. But, yeah, I could see it being good for like Hades, like a game that like it really yes. focuses on like good like. Yeah, like good control, like having like making precise control. I could see using it for something like that for sure. Yeah, I like I like the the Pro controller, the Switch Pro controller. I, I recommend that. Um, that's probably like one of my favorite controllers. 
I would say this is probably a step below that, but the fact that I can't dock or I can't play, I can't, you know, hook the Switch Pro controller up to it. Like if I could just split that, that would be, that would be cool. Surprised they don't make that already. It's kind of, I know. (laughs) If I say that three times, it'll be a thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I had one more story in there. Um, I kind of sent around to a couple friends, uh, Diablo 2 is being remade. That was announced, I think, last week. Uh, and it's coming to the Switch. It's coming to a lot of things. It looks really good. The they they announced you know Diablo 4. Um, they announced a rogue class that's coming to Diablo 4. But I don't. I think I would be interested in playing Diablo 2 again. I think it's going to come out before then. But yeah, there's yeah. There's, a, there's, it's this old stuff that I'm more looking forward to than anything like new being announced. Like I want to play the Mass Effect collection. I want to play Diablo two again. There's just not a lot of new coming out. Tony Hawk I'm excited about. I yeah. So I, I don't know if I've got the patience for Tony Hawk right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just. Uh, I, it does seem like right now, like that's kind of the hot thing is. Mm-hmm. Can we remake that old game and make it feel like the way you remember it feeling, knowing that the way you remember it feeling is bad? So we're gonna have to make it feel better and newer because you're not gonna. If I mm-hmm. if we made it feel exactly how it used to be, then you're gonna hate it because you just don't right. you just don't know anymore. And like Tony Hawk seems to have like hit on that, and like some of these other remakes that are or remakes or like HD or um, all that stuff is like trying to like chase, chase that sort of thing. And this, right. this seems like down that road to me. I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on like a Diablo two? Could you see yourself playing through Diablo two again? We tried. We, 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 we played Diablo two for a hot second. We, we played Diablo. Our, we got through Diablo three. We did. Did we, what, what did we play Diablo two? I, I played on a Mac. That. I can tell you that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we played. It's like one of the first things I ever played on like a piece, on like a PC, like on that Mac, okay. on that old MacBook I had. We we did. We played through just a little bit of it. I don't think we got very far at all. But we, yeah, we did beat three. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Have you thought of doing? Um, oh, what's it like? Dual booting your Mac. You know, I thought about it. Um, if I were to do that, I would have to get some sort of external storage or something because this this thing is like constantly full. I need to I need to assess the situ the storage situation on this computer pretty hardcore. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I've 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 thought about it because I thought like oh I can just get parallels and and do this there you know, you accompli- yeah, accomplish my thing that way you know. Right. Um, but that doesn't. Then I'm still using my internal graphics card to run games, which is not. Which is why Shadow appealed to me more, because I'm sure even right. a 1080 is better than whatever the hell this thing has in it. You're integrated. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Is there anything else? No, man. I think that's I think that's pretty much all we had. We got we got through that news. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to do these a little more regularly. Um, yeah. I think we're ready to commit to doing it every week. Uh, hopefully. Uh, we'll see here. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 try to try to keep doing it. I think we both enjoy doing it. It's fun to get on here and talk 
Yes. Talk about games and, and, and you know, just interact with yeah, other humans. <laughs> right. <laughs> that aren't, that aren't, you know, work or your family at this point. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, if you want to email the podcast, you can do so at uh, emails at bitpunch.tech. So, bitpunch.tech mm-hmm. is the website where this podcast lives. Um, so you can go there and listen. You can listen on iTunes. You can listen on Pocket Cast or any other podcast service, Spotify, whatever. It's on everything. Uh, we typically post on Friday. Um, Friday morning is usually when the show's up, unless we have unless everything's on fire, and then it might be a little later than that. Um, <laughs> we're on Twitter at BitPunch, so you can find us there. And that's it, man. That, that's yes. that's that's a podcast. All righty. Hope everybody, yeah, yeah. Thanks for being on and everybody have a, have a good week and we'll be back when we're back. All right. Thanks everyone.